everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Dungeon Dads, Every War Must End. This episode is the interstitial post-88. (laughs) (laughs) You motherfucker. It's anything the, the, but episode 89. You can call it anything oh, you for want. Sure it's not 89. 89. 100% it's not 89. It might be episode 3 or 4 in reality, just chronologically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably 0.2 or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say it happens before episode 1, so... Yeah, it happens after three separate episode zeros. Well, no, actually before two of the episode zeros and yeah. and during john's episode zero so it's like a <laughs> zero point something i don't know anyway can we call it podcast. zero dash 89 to get the 89 there, dash, there it is no i don't want to, i don't want todd's story to see the number 89 anywhere on this fucking episode or spencer or anybody who's been making fun of me, Anthony Greenstein, anybody who's been making fun of me saying I'm not going to be able to bring this in for a landing in 89. Because as we all know, he who controls the naming of the episodes controls when the 89 appears. So, John, take that to mean he's going to edit this episode. Yeah, yeah. There you go. No, I don't think so. I might have to. You got the I might reins. Have to. You got the reins now. It's, it's all you. It's going to be super, super weird. I Listen, I know we probably shouldn't give any... Um, uh, by the way, I'm your DM, Tom Blaylock, and as always, <laughs> as always, I am joined by my besties, John Watson, playing Iona Silhavine and others today. Uh, What's up, John? Oh, man. I, I'm beyond excited. I cannot believe what happened in episode 88, and I just can't believe, I just can't wait to see what you have in store. I'm really excited about it. Uh, and Tim Carr, who will be playing Phil near Omajira and others. Thank you. I What's thought up, Tim? when you first said that, I thought you were addressing me and Sam as others. And I was like, no, oh, we're getting no. shit on. But no, it's okay. Okay. I understand what you're saying now. We're going to have multiple characters. Multiple characters. Got it. Yeah. And I have not, for our listeners, I have not prepped them at all just to say, be ready to bring your voice work today. All right. Kirby appear. <laughs> and last but no man oh let's not do that one <laughs> and sam frank who will be playing the voice of schnobik the bastard and vino vigliori <laughs> <laughs> gotta get back in time uh, yeah. i'm very happy to be here on this episode that is one after episode 88 but uh, definitely not 89 but definitely not 89 <laughs> for sure not <laughs> i think we're gonna tear it up I'm Woo. really excited. Okay, so I want to get right into it. I will just say to everyone, uh, we are going to do our best not to delete too much of the audio of us transitioning. Um, we are going to be in Iona Silhavine's brain as he experiences this unraveling of the various forms of modify memory that he has uh, oh, what? survived. So, so roomy in here. Yeah, it's really Bitch. it's really big <laughs> space so much free available. Space. <laughs> go, go, go. 
<laughs> I'm saving no one this episode. <laughs> no. Funnily enough, all you see is the is a seat with a goblin sitting in it um, in the middle of his uh, brain no, hole here. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, it's a little uh, like precursor for the goblin mark. <laughs> um, all right. In this first scene, um, I need to have Schnobik as a young man and Ionis as a young man, but slightly older than Schnobik, ready to go. Okay. Um, this is the scene where Ionis has convinced Schnobik to go help him steal some ale. All right. I mean, do I need, I need a second to roll up a character sheet here? <laughs> no, I don't. I hope not. <laughs> We're going to wing it. We're going to keep it real loose when we need to, uh, when we have fight scenes and things like that for scenes where you do not have a character sheet ready for you. Okay. Uh, so, so you are in Montaire in the Cloud Sea, and you are just outside of uh, the the girly a lot the girl Aladriel that uh, is Ionis's most recent um, object of desire, and and he has come up with an excellent plan to go and steal Dwarven Ale from Gate Town. It's very, it's very simple. They're dwarves. They don't know anything. We just walk in, we take it. I somehow doubt it will be that simple. Oh, wait a second. Do If we're back in time, do I need to be like, I don't think it's going to be that simple. <laughs> I own <laughs> No, I think, I think we don't take the episode zero voices as canon. Let's stay. Let's stay with what we have here. I can't even do that Brooklyn accent. Yeah. How's your Brooklyn? It's broken. My brook is broken. My Lynn is strained. Um, Ionis, you can. Go down, steal as much ale as you want. Uh, Lord knows the worst you'll get is a slap on the wrist, but Father will skin me alive. No, no, he won't. Don't worry about it. Um, Just tell him that I ran off and you chased after me. Mm. You were trying to stop me. I was was off on one of my crazy adventures. But look, it's me and you, Snowbick. That is actually the truth. (laughs) Therefore, you can't get in that much trouble. Can you look? It. I was. You I was joking surprised. earlier. We. I, I was joking earlier. Look, we. We go in, right, and we start talking. Talking them up. Talk about how wonderful their ale is, and maybe get a few samples. You are better than I am with your sleight of hand. Perhaps, maybe, while I am making this grand gesture to the dwarves, you can make off with a barrel. I still don't understand why we can't just buy it. Because that's no that's no fun. <laughs> the people in Gate Town, they're they're there to exploit. We go down and we mess with them. That's what we do. Yes. Well They won't even they won't even recognize us. They don't know. I uh I don't think you'll have much luck winning me to your cause, but if you start running, I will chase you. I run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Ionis somehow begins to beat his little brother, even though his little brother is one of the fastest like warrior initiates in the cloud sea. And 
he doesn't understand how he could fucking beat him in a foot race. What what wizardry is this? <laughs> All right, we are now uh we are now in the battle camp deep in the Owlwood. And Estepris, the erstwhile king of Montaire, who has been on campaign now for a little over four months, has called in his son and his son's new traveling companion, uh, Abel, Snowflower, his closest general and, and head of intelligence, Edgar of Neverwinter whose manservant, Filnir, has joined them. Gentlemen, this is Estepra speaking. The war begins tomorrow. I have a... I have something that we need to get done. Because I'm worried that... I'm worried that the residents of the hamlets around... around Littlefinger Lake will join their cause to keep us from taking the tower, or even worse, that they might act in the name of Adair and retake it from behind once we have taken the tower on our way to Fortapas. Edgar. Yes, yes, master. Edgar, I need you to take my son and the priest to Oglethorpe, and I need for you to sound the alarms to attack this hamlet here on the map, Lake and Hearth. It is home to the finest warriors in the Adaran and Hark armies, and they are on campaign season in a week so they will all still be there, but we must keep them from joining the armies, or I fear our numbers will not be so overwhelmingly in our favor. I do not think we should send your son to Oglethorpe. And he looks over at Ionis, who's standing there, <laughs> not so interested in this mission because he's not going to the main court, and he is having a side conversation with Filnir Omajira, who he has just met. Yes, I can't believe they're not sending us to the actual front anyway whatever those are my musings what what was your name again uh, my name is Filnir well Filnir it's very it's very nice to meet you um, nice nice to meet you as well uh you are disappointed that you're not going to the front well I, I, I this is my chance to prove myself to my father but he's sending me off again to some meaningless on some meaningless mission I just listen, listen. Yes. Priest, I have brought you in to keep him safe. Will you not succeed in that? Can you not handle him for but a day? Well, I just thank the gods that you're only sending us to fight the greatest fighters in the entire valley. You won't need to fight them. You need to get Oglethorpe to, to charge. I don't even care if they strike down the entire island, island of Oglethorpe. The, the only thing we need to do is to keep them busy for but a day. Oglethorpe yeah. must strike at dawn. Yeah, we can do that. I'm just saying, uh, oh, these little missions, they always turn out a little more dangerous than you think they're going to. Edgar, what say you? Well, I shall... I shall go. I shall go, but stay back from afar. Filnir and I will, will provide cover for what it is worth. Um, 
I will alert you if things go awry. I think it is wise to send your son. At least they will see that you are taking this new alliance with them seriously. Uh, Filnir. Yes, Edgar. Uh, go fetch our horses and and round up some provisions for the ride. Uh, I believe you'll need this. And he hands you a... Uh, uh, what kind of weapon are you using these days, Filnir? I was thinking about that. I just put a longsword in my character sheet just for That's continuity. Uh, so yeah. yeah. So he he hands you his his extremely fine longsword that has inlaid rubies. And he says, uh, uh, my right-hand man will need a weapon, uh, even if I don't anticipate us using them. Uh, round up the horses. Very well. Turn their heads off. And Ionis, at this moment, and Filnir, you're you're watching this through a dream sequence in real time. Yes. Uh, there in Hark City, um, you both experience an enormous amount of pain during this scene, and I need for you both to roll me from your current level 13 character sheets. Okay. I need you to both roll me uh, wisdom saving throws. Mm-hmm. Straight rolls, yeah. Um, just saving throws from 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 your sheet, yeah. Right. I just made no disadvantage or advantage. Or... No disadvantage. Uh, nine for Filnir. Nine for Filnir. Okay. What class is Filnir right now? He's in a level three warlock. Okay. So in this continuity, just... he has established some contact with Paraso. Will yeah, perhaps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps, perhaps. I actually thought about that. I thought it would be fun if he was like a different warlock subclass, but mm-hmm. I'd already built it. Okay, 23. All right, I'm going to keep track of these uh, failures and um, and successes. Filnir, you have one failure, and Ionis, you have one success. Ah, yes. um, this is going to affect the way that you come out of this dream state. Uh, um, like how insane we're done how insane are you <laughs> um so you do notice uh Filnir, uh from your dream fugue state because i think that you're probably more tuned in to um uh, the way Filnir is acting when you appear in ionis's uh, uh yeah. dream here um you notice that holder is eyeing uh the you from then um, in a uh, menacing is not the right word exactly. He looks afraid, and and he says, "I object. I I don't think we should send this uh, half elf uh, anywhere with uh, anyone really." And uh, Edgar sort of stares him back down. And Filner, you know, Edgar has the ability to pierce into people's minds and communicate with them and uh, uh, hurt them mentally. And you notice that the Holder Shack Dwarf and Edgar are kind of in one of those standoffs that last six or seven seconds at least and way longer than it should be. And Holder Shack sort of falls backwards. And Ionis obviously looks over at him as this is happening or else you, you wouldn't even notice it. You certainly didn't notice it in the moment clearly because Filnir is still just hanging yep. with Edgar and uh, Did, you yeah. can you, you can hear that um, Holdershek 
um, whispers, and you know that you know that Ionis must have heard it because you, that's the only way you could hear it. Now he whispers to Abel, uh, "Abel, you, you have to come talk to me before you head out." Well, I'll have to shuffle some things around, but I think I can make that work. <laughs> Just I, I have to do it. Uh, and Edgar says, uh, what's wrong, Master Dwarf? You having a little headache? Uh, uh, and uh, he sort of stumbles back and moves away. One of the other dwarves, uh, Har- Harbeck, Vershak and Vershak is what it was. Oh, Vershak is his brother. That's right. Yeah. So Vershak, so Vershak uh, is there, and he catches him, and and uh, and and he says, he says, uh, oh, we should have we should have stayed on the Red Cloud Mountain, brother. I, uh, Lord knows it. Uh, these humans, we're always getting pulled in their shit. They don't even remember the last time. It's gonna be just like Moonbrook. Short memories, fellas. Just, just got to be a goldfish. Just short memories. Everything's gonna be fine. And, uh, and let's see here. I need you to give me um, both Ionis and Filnir. I need you to both give me um, uh, perception checks from your advanced level character sheets. Eight. Twenty for Filner. Filner, you're wearing uh, one of the amulets that the alchemists were wearing that gives you a a um, feat boon. Yeah, and so is Edgar. Okay. Okay. So we're now on an island. It's very dark out. It's only moonlight, and um, and you are with uh it's abel ionis uh filnir and edgar and uh you are sitting down in the sand and you all look spent um uh filnir is is bloody ionis is singed and abel has taken off his armor and is tending a wound that's underneath uh underneath his breastplate um and uh, there is a small gnome there and a human who's about six foot seven. Uh, very tall man that you both recognize as, uh, as, as the head of the Oglethorpe tribe. And he's holding that beautiful sword that you have, that you saw and you <laughs> sold, I think. <laughs> I think you got rid of it that way. No, you gave it to, we gave you to gave the it to the Despa. The Despo, that's right. Um, and uh, um, and the gnome that's there is Nimrod Tolkien, and 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 he just looks at you and says, "Yes, the people of Oglethorpe agree. We shall charge at dawn." Oh, it worked. <sighs> yes, our boats are ready, and we frankly hate them. Uh, point need... of order is, is it called a charge if you're in boats 
well, as if things go as as we hope, we will be uh, disembarking a mile north of Lake and Hearth, and hopefully we will be able to charge right past their their sad, sad defenses, their towers and their archers. Yeah, it is sad, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, but very good on you. This, uh, it seems that the, the boat that you sunk, wizard, wizardling, um, the boat that you sunk had the, had the mayor and probably their finest leader on board. I, I worry that his wife, Anna von Gershon, may still be uh, waiting for us, and she is a formidable druid in her own right. Um, but her husband was quite, was quite the warrior. You're lucky you didn't face him on the field. Well, yes, it's always, it's always better when you have a stroke of luck like that. <laughs> That's why you'll never get me on a boat. <laughs> and I'm well, sure except that this, except this time, you, Abel. <laughs> how do you expect to get back onto the land, Abel? Uh, you took a. Never mind. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna have to pray to my God a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Need to change up some of this magic. Yeah, well, I'm sure the I'm sure the druid woman. Once we focus fire on her, will be no problem. Ah, well, she's you. You shouldn't even be there, honestly. Uh, we we will take it from there, from here. Um, uh, I was yeah, hoping I was, you'd say that. I was most worried about Dagmar Gershon. Uh, I think the town will fall easily without true leadership. Well, then you're welcome. And give me another perception check from your level 15 character sheets. <laughs> There's no point. 23 for Filner. Four for Ionis. This is this is this is actually coming up aces. If I could have designed like who would notice what's going on here, I would have said Filnir all day long and Ionis not at all. I mean Filnir, in a weird way, like we're both there, but I think Filnir is seeing this through different eyes as opposed to Ionis sort of revisioning it, you know, envisioning it from his own you know, like he's seeing it from his own memory, right? Yes, it's all it's unspooling for him, and we're actually adding narrative in ways that he probably is not seeing it. Mm -hmm. It's he's probably seeing it more as just like flashes of 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 images and words, but he is he he always creates narrative out of these things. And um, the one thing I can say is that having you there is keeping him focused. And I think you can believe everything you're seeing. Um, and with that 23, I will tell you that Dagmar is the father of Florn Gershon and that Anaphon is the mother of Florn Gershon. And, uh, yeah, we picked and, that up. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, um, 
Uh, I guess all our perception checks passed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, your your perception checks passed. Um, uh, but uh, the thing that that is uh, very interesting about this moment to you that you notice is that um, uh, Kunkel, the bat, that is Nimrod's familiar. Nimrod Tolkien's familiar. Um, is not a bat. He is a very, very small sprite sitting on his shoulder. And, uh, and that seems important to you, Filnir, and it's hard to know why. Okay. Um, and Ionis, to you, he looks like a bat. Huh. Your mind is sort of bending the memory to match what you know. Yeah, sure. And so as you miss some of these perception checks, even though it's clear as day to Filnir, you you are bending it to be the way that you remember it. Okay, okay. All right. Um, and Ionis, you 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 sit down to study some of your some of your books and uh, have a short conversation with Filnir about whether or not you guys ought to be there. At the at the raid on the village, Vilnir, I this last <laughs> this last battle took a lot out of me. I um, my confidence is a little shaken. <laughs> but you were successful. I think you've done what your father asked, which should make him proud. Isn't that what you were concerned about before? That it was exactly what I was concerned about. But that flying off the seat of my pants, Vilnir, I that was barely able to do that. I, I'm still trying to make sense of a lot of this magic. I I, I very much want to go <sighs> I want to be important. I want to go and I want to fight but at times like these I, I wonder if I should be doing it at all. All I can do is suggest that in what I've seen before if you exude the confidence on the battlefield, men will listen, and you'll be remembered. So do what you can to steal yourself. Vilnir, I don't know what I have done without you up to this point. You're a good friend. Thank you. It's my honor. All right, I need you both to roll perception checks. Fourteen, double digits. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you both this. Um, so as you're having that conversation and kind of oblivious, Nimrod talking begins to whisper to Abel and you make out almost the entire dialogue. Um, Filnir and Ionis, you both as you're sort of like experiencing and witnessing this conversation, you both realize it's just fluff and sort of bullshit, but the real action is happening behind you. And uh, Abel and Nimrod are, are having a conversation and everything that Nimrod tells Abel, Abel already knows. All right, Abel, you ready for this? Yeah. War priest. Yeah, no. Listen, the thing that, Edgar, 
Edgar's man, the half-elf. There's a lot more to him than meets the eye. Yeah, I knew that already. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I... I uh, Abel. He's the demon. He's the source of the fall of the Moonbrook Elves and maybe even why the Moonbrook Elves came here. Well, now, how did you know that? Priest, I, 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 was, I was here for the fight. I was on the gift. I, I saw what he turned into. And I saw these two uh, visions of these elven, I don't know, gods. Who, who who came and with Edgar. Edgar was here as well, and he made him go to sleep or something. It, it was the most horrific thing I've ever seen. He has been here for ages. Well, I appreciate you taking the chance to unburden yourself of all of this, but what exactly do you expect any of us to do about it? Steer clear. Seems to me that's the last thing we should do. You're a braver man than I am, and I'm about to go up against 250 well-armed soldiers. And all I have is my fireballs and my flight and my... <laughs> Never mind. I'm sure I'll smoke them all out quickly. <laughs> but you... Oh, Nimrod. I know who carries your prick. <laughs> what makes you think I'm even interested anymore? Very well. I mean, Don't does that you mean you're not going to tell me? I mean, I'll tell you if you want to know. Well, why, how about you? How about I remain non-committal on whether or not I want to know, and you just go ahead and tell me. The half elf's master, Edgar. He carries your prick. He uses your prick. He uses it for one thing and one thing only, as far as I can tell. It is a. It is a way to keep the half-elf in line. What, like he stabs him with it? He stabs him with it. Yes. And it causes him to... It causes him to change back and go to sleep. You can't kill him, is what I'm telling you. Nimrod, I have a very serious, important question for you. Very well. Why can't anything just ever be simple? <laughs> and I need I Phil mean, We were just going to come here and do a little sortie, keep a little princeling out of trouble. Can't. Can't can't we just say that's what we're still doing? Can't we just pretend it's just that? Not gods and demons and immortal what's-its? 
I am living in the now, priest. You travel with one who is not living in the now. I only tell you this because you seem like a man of action. Well, people describe me that way. I'd prefer to be a man of inaction. All right. I need Filnir and Ionis in the present to give me a wisdom saving throw. 22 for Filnir. 14 for Ionis. All right. You both feel a lot of pain. Ionis, you feel a lot more pain than uh, than Filnir does. You both have one fail now. Erg. All right. Um, so uh, I need uh, Sam. You're going to play a random elven prisoner captured from the oh, Alwood no. army. <laughs> oh yes. Oh wait a second. No, aren't the elves French in this world? Have we established? <laughs> yeah. That? Well, they're they're vaguely French. They're vaguely French. Sacre but most... bleu. <laughs> Sacre bleu. Les incompetents. <laughs> um, and uh, these humans, they have <laughs> captured me. And Tim, oh. you also are going to play a, a French elf. And <laughs> okay, if that's what you want. And Ionis, um, uh, you are playing yourself, and you are the three of you are chained up in a tower uh, prison. And a human by the name of Augie Grappa has uh, has been torturing you all. Um, and in this scene, Ionis, you are going to break and give all the information that you have after really standing up to it very well for a very for many days. I, I, I can't. I I can't, I can't do it anymore. Whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is you want to know, I'll tell you. Whatever it is. Hello. Good. Any, anyone? Good. Hello? I'll be back. I'll be back for you. I'll be back for you. Uh. Uh. What's your names? <laughs> Elves. Uh. <laughs> You're also tied up. You're also strung up on the wall. Algerin. Algerin. Okay. Algerin. Farthal. Farthal and Algerin. Okay. <laughs> oh, I right. just woke up from the most terrible dream. I dreamed I was back in the academy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> there was an exam and I was late. And also I had no clothes on. I've had I've oh. had that dream. I've had that dream myself. It is oh, th- quite unpleasant. Oh, thank I'm God sorry I woke up. <laughs> Wake up to this. This is not much better, huh? <laughs> Why is this this man over there moaning? He's only been here like four hours. <laughs> you fucker! <laughs> I've been here for weeks, have, eh? <laughs> they have a much uh, smaller smaller frame of reference. No, oh, that is true. I suppose yes. <laughs> Hey, pass me another cigarette, huh? <laughs> I have to use my toes. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Now that uh, smells funny, huh? Farthel is actually rolling a cigarette with his toes at this point. Um, my hands are chained above my head. Totally chained above your head. And you're noticing how dexterous his feet are. Um, and, uh, and, and Ionis... 
um, that you are so deep in mental anguish uh, that you don't even you're you're just blathering about uh, your brother and your father and your mother and all the things that you don't want to be doing anymore. <laughs> daddy, daddy, no, daddy, no, I don't, I don't want to anymore. No, put, put the pig away. No, daddy. <laughs> Maybe the uh, first one should go to him, eh? Hey, stupid human, what are you on about, huh? <laughs> Snowbeck. Snowbeck. No, 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 is, it's fine. Is that no, your name? Fine. Are no, you, you can... are you Snowbeck? <laughs> you, no, go, go ahead, T touch her, touch her right there. <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine, I promise. I think he has lost his mind. <laughs> I believe this is the uh, wizard who was shooting all them fireballs. Ma mommy. This guy? Mommy. Oh, God. Mommy. Power in that head. Milk, mommy. Sounds very dangerous. Please, mommy, I'm thirsty. Silverwind, they told me you were ready to speak. Is that true? Hey, Silverwind, can you light this for me? If you like babbling, he's ready. <laughs> he's ready for you to babble. He's just babbling. <laughs> yes. That's enough out of you two. R racist elves. Give me a here Silverwind. <laughs> yes, I, I will speak. I'll, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> I was, All right. I was what is the plans of your father and his army? Where my, does he march? My, my father. He, he, <laughs> he, he, marches, he marches on Hawk City. <laughs> Hawk City? Will he make a passing at the at the Adaran Tower. <laughs> yes. That means he, mean, he, he, he means to take Fort Hapas as well. Is that correct? Yes, yes. He wants, he wants to take it all. Dear God. <laughs> we don't have the troops for this. Cloudsack is a sitting, sitting duck. Please. Uh, please just, just, let, just let me go. Hey, please. you want to see a Cloudsack? <laughs> Look over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough out of you fucking elves. Oh, oh, you don't have to hit so hard as trying to make people laugh. I hear old Cloud Duck is sitting on his sack. <laughs> when does he march? Ignore the elves. When does he march? March. He marches. He marches. Is it still the, the this? Is it still the day after? Sure. He whenever tomorrow? you just whatever you say is is true. He marches. He marches in the morning. They prepare even now. Who is with him? He's, he's with Nimrod, Tolkien. He's with fucking turncoat. He's he's with Felipe Madamba. He's Madamba. He's 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 got he's got many allies. They they march. Just the bandits have rounded up a king to do their bidding. Montero will burn to the ground for this. All right, listen. No, no. Look, look, look me in the eyes. Look, look at me in the eyes. No, no please, please. You will not just... die this day. You will not die this day. I promise you that. You will die one day, very soon, but not this day. Your mother. Shandalin, is that correct? 
Yes. <laughs> She's a Demo Road, is that correct? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is it true that her sister has married the Prince of Adair? <laughs> married's a strong word, but... <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Execute the elves. Leave this one alive. Oh, uh, no! <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. We didn't do anything. He told you what you wanted. Yes, but I, I can trade him. You two just take up food. He's not wrong. Execute the oh, elves. Oh, if only he held out for 12 more hours. <laughs> And uh, and a very uh, beautiful young young warrior uh, walks in with curvy like silky curly hair, and he um, he 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 walks in. I need you to go both give me a perception checks from your character sheet, and then a wisdom saving throw. Perception twenty two. I'm with the rolls. 15. Okay. Um, this is Willem the Wet. And uh, Willem the Wet um, w- walks over, and as he is passing you, and you didn't even notice this clearly in the moment, um, uh, as he's passing you, he says, Prince Silverwind, I am with you. I will cut you down as soon as Grappa leaves, but I must, I must end these two elves because they have seen me and they have seen you. Your friends are here, and they intend to set you free. Do whatever you have to do. Get me out of here. Keep heart. Keep heart. Can you pick a lock? Yes. And he sort of reaches up, and he he punches you in the face, and it's actually enough to almost knock you out. And uh, you're you're bleeding from your mouth, and he has given you a uh, a small... uh, piece of metal and it is in your mouth that he is uh after he's hit you and you you wow. tongue it you, you you tongue it and you can feel that it is a key and he says do not use this until i am gone and he walks over to the first elf who's smoking a cigarette and he says farthing farthel what's your name Keep my name out of your mouth. And Let's as get this he says, with. keep your name out of my mouth, he sinks his sword right into your mouth, splitting the the cigarette Whoa. as he puts it in. And he goes all the way to the back of your throat and pulls the knife out. And the first elf slumps down and he goes to the second elf and he says, I'm Al- Algerin. You can put my name in your mouth if it keeps me alive, please. Uh, Algerin. Nope. I'm sorry. You've seen seen my face and you've seen what I'm about to do for uh, what face the human ah. uh, and he <laughs> just he's looking at you and he jams his knife right underneath your uh, leather armor from below and he cuts you and he moves his his dagger across from left to right and he starts to stab you multiple times and he and the, the two elves slump down dead and he gets into your face and he goes Ionis, he says, it'd be really messed up if I stabbed you now after giving you all that hope, wouldn't it? Ah, I'm just fucking with you. Your friends are outside. They'll be here shortly. 
All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wisdom saves you still need? Wisdom saves, both of you. Nine. All right. That's a failure. 23. Woo. And that's a pass. Okay. No, wait. I hear there are people who can erase our memories. (laughs) (laughs) All Okay, um, this is on Red Cloud Mountain. Um, these are uh, these are a, a a party that is um, going to be going up to Abel's hut to mm-hmm. recruit mm-hmm. him. Uh-huh. Um, so you see a uh, you, uh, this is for so Filnir and Ionis. You you guys are. Um, you're, you're walking and there's a, a halfling and a really tall human that's uh, leading you up this trail. They get to a uh, a sentry guard who's up in a tree and it's Rolo, the ranger. You both recognize him from, you know, from the, the your current reality. The two scouts. Oh, ain't this tree a beaut? <laughs> the, two, the two scouts um, uh, wave up to him and uh, the first one says, uh, Hey, hey, uh, hey! Listen up, uh, we we got some we got some guys. We're gonna we're gonna go through here. Uh, it's 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 me. It's 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 me, Darbin and Milo. <laughs> and 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 Rolo looks down. And he goes he goes small. T- oh, sorry, small tall is what he calls him. Sorry, go ahead. You're 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 playing Rolo, Sam. Hey, small tall, you got no chill. <laughs> What 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 you hey, mean? We got plenty of chill. Come on now, you know us. Made a chill, made a chill, man. Uh, listen, we we don't want to have to pay you anymore. We're all on the same side here. We just got some, we got some VIPs, some VIPs, some very important uh, passengers here, who just got to go, and we gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk. There's a there's an old man up here on the hill somewhere. Listen. I don't want to come down out of this tree, and you don't want me to come down out of this tree. Uh, but if it's anything other than you say it is, it's going to be your ass. I, I, I swear. I swear. Milo, right? We're just going to go get the old man and leave, right? That's, that's right. Not to worry. Not to worry. Maybe we'll give you a little gift from the old man on the way back down, eh? Yeah, we'll see. Here's hoping you make it back down. <laughs> All right. And the troop moves past Rolo's tree, and they make it. They, there's switchbacks. You're going up this weird cliff, cliff face that uh, is uh, requires a rock scramble all the way up. And you get to the top, and there is this like shitty, shitty shack that has like a lean to that clearly has been rebuilt multiple times. There are four or five buckets of rusted nails that look like they had once been they you know he tried to use them clearly and uh and able um uh you your usual response to having people come at this time of your life is to hide or fight uh especially if you don't recognize them um but the first face that you see is this half elf and the second face that you see is this human, this skinny little human. And even though you've been trying to keep out the visions of Tempest, he has been inundating you with them in the la- over the last three or four months. And it's like you have this extreme Tempest deja vu. It's a haze. But in your vision, 
you see what you now realize is the complete destruction of this plane that you were on. And it's the half-elf that's doing it. And there's one man that's standing between the half-elf and the complete destruction of this realm. And it is this dark-skinned, skinny-ass wizard. And you have a clarifying moment in your head when you see it. (laughs) That, like, the wizard is weak. And you can tell that Tempest is salivating to see them fight. And the only way this fucking weak-ass wizard is going to survive is if you, and only you, train him. Guess I better go put on my company loincloth. (laughs) And Milo, you see the old man naked as the day he was born, leathery-ass skin, like Joe from season 31 of Survivor. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) A reference Uh, everyone is sure to understand. (laughs) I put put on my fancy leather loincloth, but it is kind of hard to tell the difference. Oh, oh, oh. this looks like a man who likes to party, right? What are you doing all the way out here by yourself? You should come with me over to Lakeshire sometime. I'll show you the tricks. I like it how I like it. What do you What do you need? What do you want? Why are you here? Well, we we need you to come with us. It's your lucky day. Mm, whoever needed me for anything. Oh, come on, Milo, Milo, come on, man. We got them here. Just let them do their thing, man. Come on. Milo, this way. Come on, over here. Let's look. All right, but I, uh, I, I mean, I want to write a song about this. This is looking I, I, like a I, I, meeting I, of the minds or something. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Listen, they did not tell us to, to come over here and like make a whole thing. They said, take us to the old man and then walk back with him. It's it's up to you. Uh, half elf, uh, human, uh, whatever the hell you are, they're motioning to Edgar uh, to ha- have at it. Well, all right. Look, old man, this is this is Edgar. And Ionis and Phil near. And we present them to you. All right? Thank you, Milo, for the uh, presentation. Hey, hey, it's no problem. It's no problem. Listen, Milo Twenning, all right? Milo Twenning. Remember that name. If you ever need me, if you ever need anything, if you ever need a bard, just come seek me out, all right? And and don't... there, There are other... Random bards around Milo, here, like yes. Radavel yes. Wokus and some of Gentlemen. those others. They're all assholes, all right? Milo Twenning. Milo Twenning. I know we're in the army. I know it's our duty, but it is customary when two scouts bring you to your destination that you also give them a little tip, just as though we were uh, royalty. Uh, and he's like motioning to, to Ionis. I'm, I'm sorry. You want... I don't think that's true. You want... You want you want payment for what? And if I'm uh, not mistaken, your job is not done. Half now, half now. We'll, we'll, we'll talk after. We'll talk after. Milo, God damn it, man. You said that they would probably give us a tip. Well, that, that's what you, you're supposed to stand there with your hand out. You're not supposed to bring it up. Always talking too much and ruining everything, Dobby. All right. Come on. <laughs> I feel, I feel right. like those fellows are... Lacking some chill. 
<laughs> Edgar, this is the right man, yes? It is the right man, yes. Uh, I will let you... You are much better than me at this sort of thing. You and uh, the prince do not keep keep the prince on task. Surprised the ground doesn't shake when you fellas walk. I'm not that heavy. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. And, uh, well, as uh, the young bard said, this is uh, Ionis Zilchevind uh, from Monter. You are... Able, yes? Yeah, that'll do for now. Ionis. It is your time. Able, you are lauded as one of the great warriors of our wonderful island. Well, and people have never been very good at figuring out what to laud. Be that as it may, I would like you to join us. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that was a little joke. <laughs> yes, it was it's quite funny. Uh, listen, we need you. We need your battle prowess, and we would like for you to join Montaire. Abel sort of looks around at his loincloth, at his shack, at his bark bowl full of bark tea <laughs> are you sure you're in the right place I do admit I'm beginning to question that myself but no we gave your name and this is where we were brought I do trust those scouts that uh, brought us this way they seemed very sure and and our information beyond them, has told us that the one we search for is up here on Red Cloud Mountain. Alright, it's it's you asking, huh? It is me asking. You're Jonas Silverwind? Ionis Silhavind. Say, say it, I, I, Ionis Silhavind. Alright, come, come over here. Come a little closer. Yeah, Alright. Are you going to put some clothes right. on first? No, I need you to come over here. I need you to kneel down. Oh, oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I kneel down. Abel has a little stone knife, and he he cuts his forearm and takes the blood and smears it all over his palms. And he says, Tempest. Is it your will that I go with this Jonas Silverwind? And he holds both his hands up in the air and looks up into the the clear blue sky. And a cloud forms above your head and a lightning bolt shoots down into your right hand. And you guys notice that he catches it. This lightning bolt. And your hand is now pulsating with energy i'm now on my ass you (laughs) you better protect the hell out of this little bastard then and i punch him straight in the jaw with it Ah. (laughs) (laughs) how many hit points do you have i (laughs) i've got like 22 
All right. Well, here's the thing. This punch is going to come with 3d8 um, <laughs> uh, lightning damage. Give me a give me a give me the damage on this. And I'm assuming you you do uh, one one damage plus your strength modifier, Abel. In addition okay. to that. So that's another five on top of this. Well, oh, it was five. Yeah, five plus three d eight plus sixteen. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! One shy of his total. <laughs> so you take this like a lightning seven and a, seven and a two. <laughs> take this like lightning bolt shot right into your face, and. <laughs> And everywhere he has, he's hit you. You you feel it in your bones and your feet. And uh, and give me a give me a, a perception check, Filnir and Ionis, uh, from your current character sheets. The level fifteen character sheet. Yeah. yeah. Abel opens his blackened hand. It's smoking. He's blown on it. Did you see what that did to my hand? God damn. <laughs> Sixteen perception for Filnir. Okay. And I'd like to think that the Filner there in the moment, like, pulls out his sword and says, "Excuse yeah. me, what? What are you doing? This is this is not how you greet somebody who's asking for your help." That's how yeah. Tempest greets people he really loves, though. I- Ionis, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like laying on the ground, staring up. I, I think so. I I put my hand kill out to to help him up. <laughs> oh no. no. Hold, hold fast, hold fast. Take it, take Uh, it, Ionis. What's Edgar doing in this moment? So uh, this is what the perception check is. Can you, Ionis, can you give me a perception check as well? Hold on, sorry. Here we go. Perception. Yeah, plus zero anyway. So eight. Yeah. All right. So Filnir, you see that Edgar has reached into his robe. He is not watching. Abel and Ionis, he's watching you. And when you pull your sword out, he begins to produce the tip of Tempest's prick. And so, he sees that he's so okay. So you're saying during all of this, he's staring at Phil near and stroking his prick under his rope. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent, hundred percent. That's what's happening. <laughs> all right. Um, Rise. Rise, I own a Sylhavine, beloved of Tempest, and enter my protection. Ooh. Yes, yes, I would very much rather be on your side than against you. i just feeling that we are definitely talking to the right person. Well, I, I can't guarantee that uh, the rest of this relationship is going to feel much better, but we'll do our best. Well, I need you with me. However, I can get you is. I'm going to remember you said that, and I may bring it up from time to time. <laughs> All right, and and this begins to fade, and you can tell that this memory, in particular, as it's coming back, you can tell it was altered not just by one spell, but many spells. And I need to give you, you to give me uh, both of you in uh, Filner and Ionis a wisdom saving throw. Fifteen. Eighteen. Okay, Filner passes. Ionis does not. Um, so that's uh, two failures each um, uh, for this thing, and it is getting close, guys. You do not want uh, four failures. Um, all right. 
uh, and and it, it, we are sort of like moving into another scene here, and in this one, um, uh, there's a dwarf that is on a wagon with Schnobik, and the dwarf arrives uh, to the gates of the cloud sea at the Silhavind um, palace. And Ionis, you are there with Lord Erlington as the wagon pulls up. Sam, you're going to play Erlington in this one. And the dwarf is Tarbuck, Tarbuck Holdershek. And uh, oh, actually, sorry, you're, you're playing Schnobik. Sorry, sorry, Sam, you're playing, playing Schnobik. Schnobik. You're playing Schnobik. And I am playing, uh, I'll be playing um, Erlington. And where um, he's delivering ale here. So Tarbik is delivering ale with Schnobik, and uh, and uh, Tarbuk um, opens the gate. And what's here's what's happened, Tarbuk. You have just punished uh, Schnobik because he was caught trying to steal ale from your place, and uh, and he helped you he forced him to help stack up ale and he was uh walking back and after he left your your brewery your assistant darnell was found dead burned uh on his face and hands and feet in the alley and you are positive that this uh little royal did it and you want some remuneration for darnell's family uh, and you have wrangled this schnobik onto your onto your uh, cart after after catching him in the streets you uh, what are you what are you doing with my with my uh with my master's son your master's son has murdered one of my associates and I came to seek uh, uh, vengeance is the wrong word I'm not trying to kill him but he needs to be punished and I need to be able to compensate the young man's family it's for not loss. murder if someone from Gate Town tries to attack a noble I was merely defending myself thank you very much I'd like to get off now dwarf you were defending yourself from an assistant at a brewery. That's right. He dared manhandle me. While you were trying to steal beer. What? Is theft not a crime in the Cloud Sea either? Steal beer? Where do you get the money to make your beer? From it comes the customers from us. that buy it in Gate It's my beer. We took what was ours. Is this how you raise the royalty up here? I I I assure you, Master Dwarf, uh, he has not learned this from us. Why is my, why is the other one here with you as well? Was he a part of this madness of murder? Aye, they were together. One was caught with the beer, and the other was caught near the body of my assistant. Schnobik, speak to me. You killed this what man. Would you, what would you have me say, Father? 
Well, you don't know he's your father. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I thought that was back in the episode zero. You know, but Ionis doesn't know, and 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 you're not going to be talking about it out loud to a dwarf. Okay. All right. Okay. Yes, Lord Erlington, what would you have me say? The truth is what I'd have you say. You were with him to keep him out of this kind of trouble, as you know, Schnobik. The truth is I stole this dwarf's ale and then killed his assistant by burning his face and hands. With with what torch? With what magic did you did you beat him? Was it Sir Dwarf, do you have the body with you? You think I drug a body with a burned face? Of course I do. Uh, of course not. I, I apologize. I apologize, <laughs> sir. Here here uh, 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 how how much would that man have made in in a year at your in, in service to you? Uh, about sixty gold pieces in all. Probably not much for very well. Of you. Here, this is for you. And he gives you sixty gold. He counts it out, and he gives he counts out sixty platinum from another bag, and he says, "And this is for the man's family." And I will, I will, I will believe that you will take it upon yourself to make sure that his family receives this and knows that the debt was paid. And I will be punishing this boys far greater than than even the headsman, the axe, could punish them. Thank you, my lord. So, Master Silhavind, um, please careful down from the cart. Schnobik, head to your quarters, and I'll be there momentarily. Ionis, Ellington, come with me. We must see Percy. As you wish. Thank you for the ride, dwarf. Perhaps I'll pay you another visit, eh? He certainly will not. You are staying in the Cloud Sea, Silhavind. Whatever you say, Lord. And walk back. Master Dwarf, your service to the city is well known and we appreciate you. I hope to keep doing it a long time and I would appreciate if these boys would uh, not come back without proper coin to pay for ale. Of course, they have plenty of coin. I worry. I worry about the future of this city with boys like this running it. Boys will be boys. But uh, that one, shoot Ionis a look, it's a little more dangerous than your average. It is your belief that he is the one who killed the your your employee, is that right? I believe so. I didn't see it firsthand. But uh the other one here had a barrel in his hands. I'm not sure how he could have done it. With your blessing I'll take my leave. Take your leave. The Lord of the House will know that you have done done a great service for him, and you may call on him for a favor at some point. And uh, Ionis plods off toward Mister Percy. 
when we arrive in Mr. Percy's uh, room, uh, it's as though he already knew you were coming and he has prepared the ingredients for a, a potion. And uh, he looks up at Erlington and says, I think his father and mother would like the treatment again, Erlington. And Erlington says, It's not right what you do to him, Percy. It's not right what his mother and father do to him. This boy is becoming a madman. His power grows daily. He's 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 even able to best his his brother Snowbick, and 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 I have trained Snowbick from a small small lad. It's it, it, he he bends the whims and wills of nature itself. It's not right. We have to do more. We have to punish him this time. We can't just make him forget. Uh, I agree with you, but they are cruel and merciless to me and to you, as as you know, Master Erlington. I, I have already done Schnobick, and he, that poor lad's brain, he, he can't take many more of these treatments. I, I, you're not to touch him again, Percy. Do you, you hear me? You're not to touch him again. He can live with these memories. The weak one cannot. Uh, I, I, I will do as my master commands. All right. Um, and finally, we are, um, we're in a, in a tent, and Estebris is celebrating. We are with uh, uh, Edgar, who has just come with his manservant, Filnir, and they are shaking hands with the king, and, and, um, and Edgar has delivered to him a missive, and Estebris picks it up and says, You mean to tell me all these men, all of these famous warriors are here in the Gilbrain and I didn't even know about them? Uh, yes, yes, they are. They are all here. Snowflower! Is that the, uh, that's that priest from the Orc Wars that gave, handed Jesus his ass? No, 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 they were on the same side in that battle. Um, <laughs> Uh, but but he he handed Herr Walter Faust his ass. That was the first ass that he handed. That is in Gilbrain, but many other asses were as well handed, sir. And how about this one here? What's what's uh what's a what's a Sill Moonbrook? Oh, she's very powerful. And Felipe Madamba runs with her and others. Zaralith is on that list as well. I believe we can put together quite, quite a guerrilla war. I think that we might be able to finally uh, turn the tides and make Monterre the, the kingdom of the center. From the northern mountains to the red cloud across the valley, I believe we can even bring the Moonbrook elves in. Well, that sounds, uh, uh, you're a hell of an intelligence officer. Uh, Edgar, I don't know what we'd do without you. Oh, yes, well, I do my best. Uh, you certainly do. You're not bringing that one still, are you? Is this, uh, is it weird? What are you, is it like, uh, is he your husband? Uh, no. 
No, he's much more than a husband. And he's looking over at Filnir. And, uh, and Filnir stands to shake Ionis's hand. And the king says, um, this is my son. Filnir, your, uh, your master has told me that you're, uh, a man of great potential. Why, thank you. Well, the mission is going to be very clear. You just need to round up some of these people on this list, bring them over to our side. And son, your job is to keep this one alive. Your magic will be very useful. You are his protector, not the other way around. I understand by your will, father. Very good. All right, give me one more perception check here. Eight for Filner. Three for Ionis. All right, and Not wisdom so saving throws. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. 25 for Filner. Oh, yeah. 21 for Ionis. Sweet. All right. Okay. All right. <sighs> High roll when I need it. Yep. All <laughs> right, so um, as this memory fades... Um, you are now on a three-person boat in the middle of Little Finger Lake at midnight, guided by the moon. And up ahead of you, you see a larger warship that has not yet noticed you. Um, Abel, you were doing the rowing. I thought Phil I said near... they'd never get me on a boat. Phil <laughs> <laughs> near you have you have your uh, your packed bow. Um, uh, at the ready and uh and ionis um uh you are strategizing on how you might sink this boat before they even realize that you were there how far away is the boat about 200 feet the priest has been able to go super slow and keep you guys uh out of the direct moonlight as best he could as you're making your way around the side as you commanded I still say this is a bad idea. No, no, this is this is it's exactly what we need. All right, we need to sink. We need to sink this boat. I can. Uh, I can probably put a hole in it, but it will. Everyone will notice. It well, will be very loud. I, so we uh, should not do that until we are ready. That's yes, what perhaps. We must do. Perhaps if we concentrate fire. Once the boat is sufficiently weakened, I could create a sphere of flame that could uh, weaken the bottom portions of the boat and perhaps start a few fires on it as well. I'll need to be within about 60 feet. Can we get there without being seen? A lot of perhaps, perhaps, perhaps here for making an old man row out in the middle of the night well, on a boat he didn't want to be on in the first place. Yeah, this is about the best we've got, Abel. We both need to be within 60 feet of this boat in order to start. Can, can you right, get us there? Let me give me some time to get you there and then turn around so I can row away real fast when this goes south. <laughs> 
I'm going to row north, just to be clear, when this goes south. (laughs) (laughs) Understood. We believe in you. Can we get near the back of the boat? Perhaps we can disable the steering mechanisms at the same time. They call that the aft. (laughs) Yes. Whatever they call it, can you keep up with it? The stern. That's another name for it. It's both in Quite the back. a loud lesson for a stealth mission. <laughs> Sorry, they also call it the stern. <laughs> well, whatever they call it, get us there, and then we will make our attack. 60 feet. So all you hear are the sounds of oars hitting the water gently and the loud clinking of Abel's chain armor <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna give you uh advantage uh because they are really not expecting this but because you're in the thick heavy armor you have disadvantage so they're gonna equal out you need to give me a stealth roll and either one of these guys can give you the help action to 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 lessen this and um uh, so, give you a let plus me make four a case let me make a case here Okay. rather than it being a stealth roll, which is dexterity-based, that this is really dependent on the skill and strength of my rowing and therefore should be an athletics check. You know, I, I'm not opposed to this because the, the idea is that you're able to move quickly but quietly with the, with the actual oars more than right. anything else, right? Okay. All right, so I'll give you a strength-based stealth roll. Yeah, I'll give you a I'll give you a strength-based stealth roll. So you, so it it'll it, you'll have. We're not going to do athletics. We're going to do a strength-based stealth roll. So, um, mm, okay. uh, unless you have proficiency in stealth, I absolutely do not. No, All he's right. probably got proficiency but that in does athletics. Take it though. to a plus four instead of a minus one. Yeah, so you got so you'll have a plus four. And because you're not going to have disadvantage, because it's not a stealth, it's not a normal stealth roll here. Um, uh, I will let these other guys, um, uh, if you ask them for help in a certain way to keep it quiet or whatever, I'll let that give you advantage on this roll. All right, now both of you guys shut up and let me think. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll allow it. That sucks, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. All right. Strength check uh, with advantage. <laughs> Cheap shit. 18 plus four is 22. Okay. Nice. nice. All right. All right. So um, uh, let me let me just roll one thing for them. Okay. All right. Um, so we're not in initiative yet. So you, you can get to within 60 feet. Um, and you are there. Quiet as a mouse. All right. Um, we are moving. So this is going to get um, strength with get- physics. If we can get closer, I can I can center my spell on the other side of the boat, which will likely cause them to look on the other side of the boat. 
That's not a bad idea. Can you can you get us even closer, Abel? Do you hear, or rather not hear, how quiet I'm being? I can get you as close as you want. <laughs> if, if you can get us to within 30 feet, that would, buy, that would be even more ideal. Yeah, how thick across is this boat? Uh, it's about uh, six feet across. So it's it's probably it's a uh, you know from from stern uh, so to aft. So we're thinking more like Viking oh. longboat, not it's like, not yes. as wide as I thought. Okay, you said okay. more ship, like and I thought I thought it was yeah. like yeah, like twenty feet no. across, thirty yeah. feet. Across. Okay, no, this this then is does, uh, then I don't need more than like I don't need anything. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, so it's really hard for him to stop without making any sound. So he was moving quietly, even if he stops rowing each turn. Once this thing right. starts You're going, start float. Right. It's going to be he's gonna, you're going to be moving 15 feet per round toward the boat, um, unless he. And how long is this? How long is the boat? Front to uh, back? About 45 feet long. Like it's not it's not livable. Like there's people only in about 25 feet of the boat, but the but the front and the back both have like length of space that are that are. Um, no one's sitting in them basically it's like they're it's you know carved out too narrow it's a very long canoe basically yeah 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 no, that's all right fine. now watch me paddle all right i'll give you the same deal this time again I you me? yeah strength based stealth check oh, what? What? <laughs> Wait, I why do i have would. to re-roll because I was talking too much shit. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm a dick and I want them to see you, so I can get a little bit of, so I can get a couple of shots off. <laughs> I own. Stay low. Stay low. If we duck, it will just look like one man rowing a boat. <laughs> all right. All right. So we duck down. So we're okay. Like... All right. You'll get advantage and plus four. Oh. Okay, advantage. Good, because that first one was a six. Nineteen plus four, twenty-three. All right, yes. All right. So you're you, you're gonna get there, and let's go ahead and do initiative. And the way we'll do this is basically a surprise round. Um, and uh, if you beat them, um, you'll get two moves before they get one. If you don't beat them, you'll get one before they get one. That is a four for Abel. Four, uh, sorry, 18, 18 for Filner. Wow, okay. All right, initiative, Ionis, let's do it. 17 for Ionis. Okay, and I have one more here. Oh, wow. These guys rolled very well. That picture of Vino Vigliori was the first one in my clip art folder. I love it. That's why I slapped it on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's me, Mario. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so you will get a surprise round on these guys. You all three will be able to act. Um, and then we will have the first round and it will be um, some boat people first. And I get to go first. And our objective, just to make sure I'm remembering this correctly, is to sink the boat. Yes? Your objective is to sink the boat. You definitely sink this boat. But 
but <laughs> we'll see. Um, okay. All well, right. I took I took the right spell for this mission. So okay. Sam knows what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, Filnir's going to uh, cast Shatter in the middle of the uh, the middle of the boat, probably okay. centered right where the people are. It's ten foot radius, three uh, d eight uh, thunder damage. Um, if they fail a save, half as much, uh, and then non, and then you know. Obviously, physical objects take damage a very different way. And you you get, let's see here. Wait, wait, so this, but the boat has disadvantage on the saving throw. Is that right? I mean, it's a boat, does it? It doesn't get a saving throw, right? It doesn't what is, get a what, saving what throw. What does the text from Shatter, what, is, what does the text from Shatter say? <sighs> I think Shatter says the boat gets a saving uh, throw. Yeah, no, it says each creature must make a con save. A creature takes 3d8 damage on a failed save or half as much. A creature made of inorganic material, stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the save. A non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in the spell's area. So the boat okay. just takes the 3d8. Just takes this damage. Okay. Yeah. Just has to take it. Just, just takes it. it. <laughs> All right. So shatter level two, because that's what it is. All right. 14 Oof. thunder damage and a mm. giant noise all right and everybody who's in in that area takes this damage too but they need to get they get saving throws dc 13 con save yeah all right con saves are not good for these guys and they don't have a lot of hit points Ugh, that's one failure two failures three failures oh my god Four this was failures. done before it started, Tom. <laughs> oh, my God. Five <laughs> failures. Okay, so they all failed. They're going to take the full 14. And then this guy, he's better. He's a lot better. All right. He passes. Whew, that's some messed up stuff there. Okay. That's 14. <laughs> all right. Uh so you remember when we had that shatter on the Hornet brothers and it almost killed everybody? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, what, I'm that's what shatter does at these low levels. <laughs> that's that's right. what it feels like, right? <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I was expecting the boat to just basically turn into smithereens, but maybe I'm wrong. So you, you you hit it with a shatter. Now this is a this is a war boat, so it is made really, really well, but you can tell that you've completely you've damaged the the very middle section of this. Uh, beyond repair it's gonna go down but it's not going down yet right it's gonna take time yeah of course it's gonna take time so you you, it's just it was such a huge explosion there and and the guys who are up top how 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 big is the shatter what's the uh it's a 10 foot radius and obviously i'd want to make sure that yeah i'd want to make sure that like it's definitely hitting the hull of the boat where there's water yeah so so it's also like water goes everywhere and you know huge splashes where you are and it's such a loud and this quiet quiet night and you hear suddenly everyone in the boat is like in pain and wailing and uh and you see like uh an an armored man um who looks an awful lot like Florin Gershon 
just stronger, bigger, um, older, he pops up and he just, he says, he says, Oh fuck boys. Oglethorpe's on their way already. Let's let's get him ready. Archers up on the side. I see him. I see him right over there. Loose them arrows. All right. Oh God. I hope he's okay. <laughs> and it's Ionis. It's <laughs> you think he's gonna be okay, guys? <laughs> the um the tall man, what part of the boat is he standing on? Center. Okay. Well, so we're right on your side. Where Phil near um this is gonna get weird with the physics, but where Phil near uh cast the shatter, yeah, uh Ionis is going to take out um a few things out of his component pouch, a pinch of brimstone and a uh, dusting of powdered iron. And he's going to just kind of spin it in his hand. And uh, a giant ball of fire is going to land right on top of the, uh, right on top of the, the armored man where Phil did the shatter. And Ionis is going to cast flaming spear. Oh my God. Flaming fucking sphere. <laughs> this is gonna get a little weird with the physics because you know it's fire and then water, so you know, <laughs> and wood well, and people. I'm, I'm more thinking about I'm, people, I'm more so. thinking about the fact that we're moving, like the boats are both moving. But the, I, I don't so know I'm what Carl gonna... Sagan would have to say about that, but I imagine it's gonna be pretty ugly. I, I'm just but thinking that gonna... the, the the sphere just drops on the boat and just moves along with the boat. Like I don't have to move okay. the ball. You know what I mean? Like we're all moving together. Okay, um, so so it will be. So you're saying it will be off the boat in one round? Is their no, boat moving? I'm saying that the boat is their boat moving. Their boat's slowly. moving. Slowly, yes? yeah, slowly. So it's yeah. moving with the boat. I'm dropping it onto the boat. It's just like as if it's on yeah. the ground. Okay. Um, got it. And that's going to be uh two d six. Fuck. It's a DC thirteen. It's not as big as the shatter, but it uh, it stays around for a little while. That's going to be seven damage. DC thirteen uh, dexterity oh saving throw. Oh my god! Any of these fucking archers? <laughs> oh yeah, you can <laughs> that move fail anyway. this thing. Sorry, is gonna, it's fine. Like... <laughs> and the Wait, boat that... starts to catch fire. Anything that's uh, not being worn or carried catches fire. Yeah, so that the boat's definitely on fire. Um, and it's a dexterity save. Oh, thank God. Dexterity. They're good at this. Boom. One. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> Two. Wait, what's the DC? 13. Oh, that's a pass. Oh, that's a fail. Natural one. Oh, my God. Holy shit. This is so dumb. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so this ball of flame like so, so shows you just up. Had five rolls, none of them higher than a ten. Uh, <laughs> right, but the one of them because they have a bonus five plus five, their dex saving throw does actually save. Yeah. So uh, um, here's my other thing, Tom. It's a five foot radius sphere, but then anybody within five feet also of right. the sphere also takes I, the damage. Yeah, so that's the same basic size for damage as the as the shatter. Uh, as the shatter. That's yeah. why you're getting all these guys in Got there. Got it. Oh, and let me get the other. Let me get let me get Gershon in this too. Sorry, I forgot to roll for him. And he also fails. Okay. Oh yeah. So that's oh good. You're killing Florin's dad. <laughs> Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know who Florn is. No, you, <laughs> you don't. Know, like in this timeline, it's almost like he's already dead. <laughs> yeah. So 
here's the deal with these guys. You have, um, uh, you, you, you land this, this like this thundering boom on the ship and it just, the wood just flies, you know, hundreds of feet away. Um, uh, should I also roll damage on you guys for shrapnel? You think? Is Maybe that we're something? pretty far away. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You're right. Just a little bit of damage. You guys all get hit by some of this shrapnel. You all take one damage. Okay. Um, <laughs> and this is part of your your uh, what you're going to be facing here. Um, now, uh, somebody cast cast told the dead on. Yeah, us that's now all he's trying to do is get told the dead. Oh, is that, is that not okay? Is that not fair? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Quick, drink your potions, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um uh you also see that uh these really badly injured archers are uh now on fire and they're not dead none of them are dead but they are freaking out the boat is on Just fire this badly boat is, burned this boat is definitely <laughs> coming down um and uh and Gershon says, hold fast, boys. There's only three of them. You can take them all out. Just one volley. We can kill them all. And uh, it is Abel's turn. Okay. So do, so we're about 30 feet yeah. from, from the boat? Yep. Um, and what is my movement speed in the boat? So you, you, like, it's, the boat is only big enough for the three of you. Mm-hmm. So you have you're essentially on a controlled mount right now. You could okay. pa- you could paddle this boat and get all the way up to the boat this time because your mm-hmm. momentum is carrying you. So you'd only be able to move at 15 feet normally, but you're already moving at a 15 foot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I've got rate. momentum, so you can so you can get all the way to the ship this turn if you wanted to, and that will not ca- cost your movement. Uh, that's gonna that's that's the movement of the boat. So you could still. Like you could even climb up. That's half your half your movement to climb up, though. Right, they got bows, boys. We got to charge them. <laughs> I beg and your I, pardon. <laughs> and I, I, I bring the boat up alongside, uh, and I say, "Tempest, for the love of all that's holy, make this quick." And I cast Spirit Guardians. <laughs> and the ghosts of my vanquished enemies rise up from the water and begin swirling around the boat. Oh my god. Do they take the damage right now, too? Start of their turn, yes. right? Well, yeah, it's on their turn. Okay. So I roll a 1, a 4, and a 3 on the 3d8. All right. Yeah. Okay. Eight damage. DC 14 wisdom save. At the start of the, And if they save, it's half? And if they save, it's half. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Does it matter? It matters for only one of them. Um, all right. So it is their turn now. Uh, you're not going to climb up, right? Nope. I'm just, st- I'm staying in the boat. Okay. Maintaining my concentration. All right. Um, this is the only one it matters for. It's a wisdom save and he fails and the spirits of your vanquished enemies begin to attack and hack and suck the life out of these archers and the one by one, they all fall 
into the water or onto the burning boat. And let me get the next one. It is now Filnir's turn. There's only one alive, and he is the Gershon on the on the bow of the boat. And, okay, and you started this off by saying I had my packed weapon was a bow in my hand. Uh, I assume that's what you wanted, but if it's not what you wanted, you can you can. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that. I would have because he had Eldritch Blast, and you know, okay, the situation. Okay, um, Filnir bow means the front of the boat. <laughs> um so how far is this Gershon fella from us? Uh six feet up from you. Six feet higher. Yeah. Okay. Um and do I still have my alchemist beads on? Uh you do. Okay. So I want to use the alchemist beads to give myself repelling blast. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. God damn. Uh, okay. And then Eldritch Blast the guy. Okay. All right. And if I'm below him, that will knock him up into the air. Yes, it will. Given the trajectory. So here's the first one. I think you only get one. 19 to hit. I think you're right. Yeah. That is a hit. God okay. damn it. So D10. <laughs> uh, six damage. And then he flies 10 feet. Just straight up, right? Uh, well, away from at, me. At so angle. Okay. Directly, so basically directly in line with how he gets hit, which probably throws him into the water. Yeah, I would be shocked if it didn't put him in the well, water. Well, I'm going to... I'll be, get ready to be shocked, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> boat's only six feet wide man. yeah it's true it's true i said that um but i'm not sure if that's true or not <laughs> that's um, just how it looked yeah. from that side of the yeah. lake gosh well you're right down for, below it okay, so the, the, the angle is kind of steep so i'm gonna give him an athletics check to try and catch himself on the back side of the boat but okay. let me just i still have to like but he's still gonna go do this thing is he not 10 feet up in the air would he not take fall damage then He'll take fall damage. Yeah, he'll take fall damage. He'll take a D6 of fall damage. Um, only if he catches himself in the boat. If he lands in the water, he's just going to sink and die because he's wearing splint mail. All right. It's going to be against your... Uh, s- oh, no. Yeah, your spell save DC for him to 13. catch himself. He basically has to do some flipping here. Let's see. Oh, my God. Okay, athletics are good. I wish I should just whisper this. I can just tell you he passed. 16. Oh, yeah. Yeah, All he right. passed. So, so, so you hear him just like thud down and and you don't hear him splash in the water, basically. Um, oh, he takes five damage. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, and it is... His turn. Is it? It is. He rolled between a 17 and an 18? Yeah, he rolled 18. an 18, and his dex is 13 uh, and minus 14. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so he <laughs> has to go first. But so here, he needs to do his wisdom saving throw for those stupid spirit guardians. <laughs> I almost spirit knocked him guardians. out. <laughs> He saves. Right, he, he only takes he saves. Now, he saves, and he is not slowed down either, right, when he saves? No, it's still difficult terrain. 
Okay. All right. And you hear him say, oh, God damn. Why are you doing this? And he launches himself off his boat and on to your boat. And he lands right on top of uh, Abel and Filnir. And it is now you are all like struggling to keep space on this tiny little rowboat. And he he swings at yeah i think he's got it i mean fuck filner's like blasted him into the water i mean this is bad news for him like this is probably how he dies um i had something else in mind for the way he dies but this is probably going to be it um all right he he swings his uh look out boys he's gonna try to take us with him all right uh 21 on you abel 21 will hit. God damn. Okay. All right. I got my AC. I was all proud. I got my AC up to a 20. <laughs> all right. You got a 10 slashing damage. Uh, this always happens to me when I get on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I need you to, to roll your constitution saving throw for uh, concentration. Concentration. Yeah. That's four. Um, oh, no, nah, I don't have feet yet. Nope. Okay. And uh, the spirit guardians goes down. The spirit guardians not, are down. Were you not a variant human when you built him and had two feet by the fifth level? Yeah, I took tough and polearm master. Uh, which, by uh, the way, I do get an attack of opportunity on him. Why? Because he, he jumped into, into your space. He jumped into yeah. his space. Yep. Fine. I mean, here's it. the thing. Do it. If I'm still rowing the boat and don't have the spear in my hand, yeah, you probably maybe not. You're gonna hit him with the boat. You're gonna hit him with the row. You're with gonna hit him oar, with, the, with the with the, the oar. oar. That's my, I'm using that as a <laughs> that's pole, a pole arm. arm. Yeah, a D4 I mean, and quite, a D6. Yeah. It's like a quarter staff. You're using like a quarter staff. Okay. Well, then I, I the, just get the one. The D6 is the uh, you know the main hand slash, and when you use your bonus action, it'll be a D4. That's a 10. <laughs> yeah, that's a miss. <laughs> All right. And then he swipes. Uh, he swipes. That was so easy for him to hit you. He's decided he's going to go ahead and hit you again. Um, be really funny if Abel was still just in his loincloth. Wait, no. He knows that you did not hit him with the thing. I think he sees the robes. I think he's going to go for the robes. He's a smart tactician. So he's going <laughs> to attack Ionis. All right. With this one. All right, 16. Uh, that is going to miss. What? What? Yes, I have because a ring he cast. Of, I have cast Mage Armor. Fuck. And I have a ring of protection, which gave me a plus right. one. So now it's 17 instead of 16. All Ooh. right, well, <laughs> he, he, he swings his last attack at you. One more time. With feeling, 15. All right. <laughs> Too much feeling. <laughs> Too much feeling. Okay, and it is... Using my robes to, it's, to, to throw my robes in his face. <laughs> ah, get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it is your your attack, your, your, your go, Ionis. Uh, he's right on top of me? He is right on top of you. And your flaming sphere is still controllable. Do you want to drop on the it other, on your own It's boat? on the other boat, though. You can pull it toward you if you want to. I can. Yeah. I can, but I want to sink that boat. 
<laughs> um, Don't you man. catch this boat on fire? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, shoot. He's right up on me. Um, that is annoying. Oh, shit. No. Um, okay. I guess this doesn't... Does this matter? Uh, okay. So he's right on top of me and, um, he's trying to swing at me. And I, I know that, I know that I would have a hard time using my normal attack. So I pull out a wand that I've, uh, that I found on my adventures and I point it at him and uh, I just kind of hold it up. Um, like you see some of those guys, those professional, uh, professional, I guess, police officers or uh, military people, they hold their guns up, you know, kind of by their shoulder. I hold the wand up kind of by my shoulder and I fire my wand of magic missiles. (laughs) (laughs) I I fire my wand of magic missiles, which should be an auto hit, even if he's right up on top of me. Um, And I'm going to fire that at level uh, three. How many is that going to So that's going to be five missiles. You have and third level spells already? No, but I have a wand of magic missiles and it has charges, it has seven charges. And so I can Damn. do three three charges, which would be a third level He's wand of empty magic the missiles. Clip. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> it's just three charges. So that's that's gonna be a five. Um so that'll be um that'll be twenty five. For only three charges of that wand. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. pretty great. Yeah, so you hit him, and it, it it goes right into his face. And he... It, 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 the, the, the force of these magic missiles actually contort his jaw and break his jaw off. And one of them hits him right in the eye. And another one just knocks his helmet clean off. And you can see that it actually went through the helmet before it bent it over. And it's it takes a big chunk of his hair with him as the helmet floats back. And he stands up. He's standing there over you, swinging wildly at you. And, and, and he just tips back over your boat and falls into the lake. And oh, wait. The- catch him, catch him, catch him. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's going to pull me right into the water. Well, it, it, never mind. He's gone. <gasps> I, honest, I didn't know you knew Avada Kedavra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just I, you just never know when a head's going to be useful. Did you see that? Did you see that? And and as you're looking down, Ionis into the lake, you can see a through the moonlight as he is like falling in you can see a purple long tentacle wrap around his body and pull him into the depths give me a wisdom saving throw Filnir and Ionis oh boy oh boy uh-uh. you have one more of these the level 15 Ionis yep 16 for Filnir that's a failure. Damn it. Whoa. What's three failures for Phil Near? 16's a fail. It's 12. Jesus. Ooh. All right. That's, less three that's a whiz hard right there. Uh, that's a whiz hard. Yeah. Uh, that's three fails each. Okay. And you're charging 
into uh, the uh, archer fire. You're all wearing owl wooden assassin outfits, um, and your you know faces are covered. You're wearing these cloaks, and uh, and you see uh, from from the there's a there are three towers that you're running sort of through and between before you get to the town and the men who are charging with you they're being just like hit by arrow fire and being cut down but as you are running your eldritch blasting filnir and ionis your your fire bolting or whatever your your main sort of cantrip is and abel um i mean the two of you just it's unbelievable how fast he is in this armor and he is like jumping over people who have fallen and you can see that this is his true self his true like this is what he seems like this is what he this is what this is how you remembered him um and uh and he gets engaged with a um uh a woman wearing wearing animal pelts that Aww, also looks a great deal <laughs> looks a great deal like um like florin gershon uh his other half this is his mother and she has soldiers around her and they are cutting down those other soldiers that arrive but you get into melee and ionis and filnir are not far behind you and, and we are full in initiative points. You guys yes. have full hit points, yes. Yeah. Um, and Filnir, your spells are back. Yeah. Ionis, you're still down uh, one second level spell. Okay. What about me? Um, you are down one third level spell. Yes. We have a short rest, clerics, but not a long rest. Yeah, you got a you got a short rest and a long well, rest. But on this I, one. I do have arcane recovery, so I can get uh, something back. Uh, I think you get two level three. I think you get two first level spells, right? No, one or, first or level one spell. second level. So I think I'll get my second level back. Oh, you can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just All two. Right. So we're we're rerolling initiative. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna reroll initiative. Seven. Eighteen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. It was a nineteen. Yeah. 22 right. for Ionis. Jace. All right. Sorry, I got one more here. Wait a second. Did you say we got hit points back? Yeah, you're full hit points. Yeah, we had a short rest, so. Shorty. Shorty. Fire. Dancing. Burning on. on a dance floor. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, okay. From the towers, uh, they are shooting to protect their their leader now, and uh, and they're shooting at you, Abel. The first okay. one. Ooh. Oh, that's a crit. Oh. This is going to be like how Abel went down. <laughs> Episode what, two. <laughs> One. <laughs> okay. Looks like two are going to hit. Two and hits. one of them is a crit. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is the crit. 
13 damage. Oof. And then this is the plus eight, 21 damage. Mm. Oh, can't get hit like that again. <laughs> All right. Uh, and it's Ionis next. Uh, you are t- 20 feet behind Abel, and he is engaged, and people are falling all around you as you make your way through the archers. There are two towers mm-hmm. I mean, th- that, that are still a problem that have uh, one has two archers and one has three archers on it. And uh, both within 50 feet of you. Within 50 feet? Yeah. Um, and how tall are they? 20 feet up. 20 feet up. Um, Abel is behind me. No, he's ahead of you. Uh, that's, that's I'm sorry. He's 20 feet yeah. ahead of me, and he is fighting. And how many people are around Abel? Abel has two people on him that are engaged with him. There's many other people around him, mm-hmm. um, but they're engaged with just like with Oglethorpins as they arrive to the thing. But there's a big guy and the druid that are directly looking at Abel and engage with him. Okay. And then, um, and then what about Filnir? Uh, Filnir is right next to you, I think. Uh, two, so three archers. How far are the towers apart? Uh, tw- they're, they're, they're 20 feet apart each. So they're ahead of you and sort of flanking. So Abel is right between these two towers. And the towers are 20 feet apart. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm going to. Um, you're actually I'm, twenty. Tw- you're, you're actually thirty feet away from the tower with another. So, so, so say forty feet up to the to the roost and both of these towers from you in a V. I'm going to pick a spot in between the two towers, mm-hmm. and I'm going to cast sleep on the archers. Oh. That's a, good, um, that's a good idea. What level? Tom, Tom approves. I love sleep. <laughs> um, ugh, I, I think I think just to make sure that I get them, I'm going to try to do it at level two. Okay. Um, and let me see. Uh, 5d8. That'd be 6d8. No, it's uh, 7d8 for, for upcast. You get two more d8s. Oh, that's per right. Level. That's right. It's two two extra d8s. This is a good spell. I agree. <laughs> this is a good spell. Who thought of this spell? This is great. I totally agree. Okay. Uh, so, um, one of those is a wand. Well, um, so that's going to be thirty hit points. Okay. Let's see here. So you can get all of them in the area, is that correct? Right. I wanted to put it, it's, a, it's 20 feet from a point that I chose, and they're, they're 20 feet apart, so I'm assuming if I put it in between the towers, it'll get yep. all the archers. So you, you're, you, you see that as soon as you hit this, um, the two archers on one tower, and let's see, this one's been hit. They both go down. And on the other tower, uh, one guy goes down. Okay. So two people out of the three? Yes. Three people okay. out of the five. Three out of the five. Oh, oh three out of have five. Have gone five down. Of, three out of five. Okay. All yeah, right. Three out of the five have gone, have, are, are asleep. Okay. Uh, that's a good, that's a good turn for you. 
Oof. That's great. I'll take it. <laughs> Sleek. Yeah. Cast at and, success. <laughs> and Abel, how many hit points do you have? Because it's big, right? You could get him. Uh, <laughs> they're high he, up. Th- yeah. I, well, you said they're 20 feet up? Yeah. I'm going to make sure I don't yeah. get Abel. Okay. All right. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> that would be cool. Um, okay. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put it. You know, about six inches above Abel's head. Okay. Uh, Abel, you've got. You know, there's lots of people around you, but only two. There's a sort of a an older looking um, soldier and this uh, this woman, this uh, mid thirties brown headed woman with furs on her. Um, and holding a holding a quarter staff that is uh, wreathed in vines and glowing. Is there a way I can take cover from the archers? Um, I mean, if it, I run up to the base of the tower, maybe, or maybe if like, you run to the base where, of the tower, maybe. Positioned? So, so you actually, yeah, I mean. If you, I'll give you a free action perception check really fast, okay. just to just a sort of check. This is just to see if you recognize. Five. All right, so you don't. <laughs> I mean, you know your your wizard just fired just fired something off at them, but you're not sure whether it was successful or not. Um, one of these towers, obviously. I mean, you know, in reality, one of these towers is better to go under than the other one, but. Um, mm-hmm. um, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you don't know so which one. I'm, I'm going to run to the base of ta- one of the towers, and okay. I'm going to put my back to it. All right, so you'll get attacks of opportunity from the... Uh, oh, there's no way to do that without running past them? You'd have to disengage. Oh, I'm they already have, engaged with You're them. engaged. You're with them. Okay. You didn't hear my marriage proposal joke earlier in the show? <laughs> oh, right. No, I did. <laughs> I did, and then I went down that road. <laughs> but then I should have gotten some cover bonus aisle. for those archers shooting at me, I feel like. Um, all right. I am going to, from hell's heart, I stab at thee with my pole arm. The, okay. The lady who's fighting me. Okay. Twenty-five. Ooh, that's a hit. That is eight piercing damage. Okay. And then I will use my war priest action to bonus action attack again. Thir- now don't say anything. That's a thirteen. I am going to use my channel divinity to give it plus 10. All right. That's, that will hit. It's another seven piercing. Not bad. Not bad at all. Okay. And next is, uh, so it's her. So you, you, you hit her and, um, and she, she is going to strike back at you with her quarterstaff. Now, let's see here. No, she's not. She is going to... She's going to cast Moonbeam. All right. So, uh, let's see. This doesn't happen on his turn. Is that right? 
Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. So this like it's, it's when I start my turn there. This ray of light um, uh, comes down, and she, it's almost like she is steering the moon from from uh, the road a few feet away from you, and it and it and the circle comes down, and just just your back is is in this moonbeam, and um, yeah, that's all she's gonna do. And it is, uh, is this Filner's Filner's turn? Okay, and I'm still twenty feet back. Yeah, kill her before this thing starts burning me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's her plus somebody else up above next to her. Yeah, there's other people there too, but um, they're not like, they're sort of like fighting off the Oglethorpans as they're uh, charging. There's probably like 15 people within 10 feet of this fracas. Um, some Oglethorpans, some Lake and Harthers, but, but mostly it's, uh, it, these, these are the three who are engaged with each other. Okay. Um, did I see, you said two of the archers in one tower fell asleep yeah. and then one is that both and of them in one tower so both of them in one tower and the other tower has two that are still up okay and one that's asleep yeah okay um i'm going to run up to kind of just want to shatter the tower again but do it that's a good um, idea you'll certainly kill that asleep one because he's going to get disadvantage <laughs> on any save and you could take out these other two yeah yeah let's do that let me shatter the uh the tower that has the three in them with the two archers that are up okay all right so 3d8 thunder Sixteen damage. <laughs> I don't even need to roll. Um, um, and the, you know, obviously, the structure takes it too. So yeah, you you just you destroy the upper portion of this tower, and it and with the top of it gone, these three dead bodies fall to the ground, and the the and the wood legs of the tower also come down. Uh, and everybody is doing uh, having to jump out of the way from these things that are coming down. You've killed all three of them. Okay. Um, and then I will bonus action put my hexblade's curse on the druid that Phil, right. that uh, that Abel's fighting. Good, Florence's awesome. mom. Florence's mom. Yeah, she's got it going on. <laughs> he does <laughs> hexblade's curse. I mean. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You're not going to bring her up, are you? As a it's fucking all, specter. It's all that he wants, and he's waited so long. I know. <laughs> I can't bring her up as a specter yet. I don't have that at level oh, three. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. All right. Although I was um, just thinking about how, like, you've turned us against everything that we've allied with. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. No, no. It's true. It's true. Um, okay. The knight that's next to um, uh, Gershon. Uh, 
calls out and he says, he says, everyone be strong, stay together, kill the intruders. We fight for Lake and Hearth, not for the valley, not for Adar, Adair or Hark. We fight for our homes. And you can see that everybody around him feels quite uh, inspired by him. <laughs> and, uh, and he doesn't get to move anything else. He doesn't do anything else. And it is back up at the top. The Hark archers, they're dead. And Ionis, Idestu. I'm trying to. We're still we're still fighting uh, Gershon. Yep. Um. Able to still tangle with her, and I I forgot Filnir's also jumping in on on that. No, I haven't moved. I'm still twenty feet away. Uh, did you fire at or anything like that, or are you in trouble no, with anybody I just blew else? Up the, I blew up the leftover archers in the tower. So they're all good. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to firebolt uh, Gershon. I'm going to attempt okay. to firebolt Gershon. Okay. That's 10. Okay. That is a miss. Back when firebolt. You're going to hang back with a. Uh, firebolt begins missing again. Damn it. You're going to hang out <laughs> with. Uh, with um, yeah, I'm staying with right? I'm staying with Okay. okay. All right. Um, Wait, we have like soldiers with able. us, right? You do. They're they're they're, all they're rushing the other, in. Other people. Yeah, they're they're keeping the other soldiers off you. Basically, we have a fight where you all have keyed in on their leadership. So, start of my turn, I'm going to take moonbeam damage. Yep. And it's a. Let's see here. You're going to take. I think this is going to be. 3d10 yeah nope 2d10 sorry 2d10 2d10 no save right no constitution saving throw oh my my favorite (laughs) okay um that's gonna be 10 or half of 10 13 Uh, 13 passes you take five all right how far are uh, Filnir and, and Ionis from me? 20 feet. 20 feet? Yeah. Tempest, give me your aid. I cast aid at third level. Oh. The three of us. Oh, wow. That's that is, nice. That's everyone's 10. hit points are raised by 10, and you gain 10 current hit points as well. That's so great. Feeling good. All right. So she realizes that you are a healer <laughs> and a healer of Tempest. And she moves the moonbeam back over to Filnir and Ionis as a bonus action. And as she does that, she attacks. She attacks you. Uh, Abel. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that is a uh, 17. Will not hit. And it the moonbeam goes over. Let me just make sure I get this right. Oh, yeah. Now the moonbeam's on you. Now it's going to be important, right? <laughs> okay. No, I got it. I got it. That's fine. 
and it is no that was to fill near and ionis yeah and it's now Filnir's turn. Filnir, you have disadvantage on this save. I do. Why is that? You do. I cannot tell you. Well, that sounds like some DM bullshit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not kidding. He just doesn't care as much as it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, you said con save? Yeah, con save. With disadvantage disadvantage 14 14 baby okay and she targets you and she says a word and grasps your 14 and you have to roll one more time with disadvantage again with disadvantage again with disadvantage hmm four okay so you take the full 2d10 she has advantage on her next saving throw or attack roll you take four damage okay and you feel uh an intense pain both here and out in the world, only you need to make this save. Wisdom save. Which character? Your level 15 wisdom save. Your level 15 okay. fill near wisdom save. Oh, God. I don't like this. 12. Fill near has changed shape and has turned into a giant demon from the deep. Eh? You see him and you look up at him and you can still see his eyes there. And he does not seem different. And Filnir, you are, this is from Ionis's perspective. <laughs> you just get real tall. <laughs> you just get real, real, real tall. All right. Am I doing any kind of saving throw or anything seeing this? Uh, no, not yet. It's Filnir's turn. Okay. Um, does anything change in terms of my abilities from my character on the ground? Yeah. You look down at your hands and and you're, you have, uh, they're giant. And, you know, you still have the ability to cast your spells and all of that, but you think you could probably hit really, really fucking hard now, but you're still Filnir, and it's like, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, you're, it doesn't make any sense to you. I'm just trying to put in this terms, like, am I Ant-Man, or am I the Hulk, or, you know, like, you're just mentally... Yeah, mentally, but not, but it's not taken over your brain. You're still right. yourself, right? Um, I mean, I had a plan coming into this turn, so I feel like if I'm still myself, there might be a slight hesitation to it. But I think he would still go with it in the moment, given the chaos of battle. Um. So he's going to run up to 
um, Gershon lady uh, and take a swing with his longsword. Which is a tiny little toothpick in your hand now. <laughs> so you're going to hit with her, with your hand, like not the, I mean, you're going to swing the, the short sword. I mean, the long sword, but like, I mean, maybe I you, guess in the moment he would, if, if his fists are that big, then it would be like, it makes more sense to just kind of pound her. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you have plus 10. Hey, to I'm engaged with her. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. I have plus 10. <laughs> Yeah, plus 10 to hit. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what happens then. That'll be an 18. That is going to hit. So you are going to do with your fists 2d8 plus 8 damage. Okay. That is 20 damage plus Hexblade's curse. Which is another uh, bonus damage equal to my proficiency bonus, so two more damage. Yeah. Um, So she just, you just crush her with your hand. And you, when you do so, you realize that you have wings and that you are not even touching the ground now. Like you're like up up three feet off the ground. You have actually not run. You have flown here. And you see that the knight that's next to her is burning. And Abel looks like he is uh, taking intense heat from you as well. And Abel, you see this giant fiend from your memory You've seen him. You've seen him do this thing. And you know that Ionis is not up to the task to stop him the way you saw in your image, in your in your vision. All right. Do I get to take an action? You get to take an action. I've got a crazy idea. <laughs> all right. <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't work out, we can just cut all this and I'll do something else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how D and D works. <laughs> Tempest, reload. <laughs> You've shown me worlds within worlds, planes within planes, eternity inside a memory. Please bring your blessing down on Filnir and Ionis. The Filnir and Ionis watching us now. And I cast Bless on Filnir and Ionis within the memory. Holy shit. That's fucking cool, man. I love that. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So it's the right time to do it. (laughs) Um, Filnir and Ionis, you do have saving wisdom saving throws to make and a perception check. Which one do you want first? Uh, give me, give me Filnir's saving throw. Okay. And I have first. bless. Is that right? And you have bless now. Yes. Damn, 20 nice. to save. <sighs> that's without the bless. All so. right. Well, you Plus saved. One. Yeah. All right. You saved. 
You still have four misses, which is, which is more not than you good. wanted. Yeah, Ionis. Well, I mean, you also set this check at less than 50% success rate with our bonuses. I, so I, it's You are going to wake up, and it's not going to be good. It was very dangerous what you both did. Here, Ionis. Uh, perception with just wisdom? Uh, sorry, wisdom save. Wisdom saving throw, and I'm blessed. And you're blessed with a D4. Fuck, natural oh, one. No. Natural one. <laughs> All right, that's a fail. That's it. Um, but you felt... Here's the, here's the amazing thing. You felt Abel's blessing through this memory. And I'm going to give you both perception checks with advantage. All right. Yeah, I think seeing this giant Baylor, seeing my friend do this, I don't think... I, I, I think that was a perfect roll. <laughs> 20 for Filner. 18 for Ionis. And you see one of the masked men pull his mask back. And it's Edgar. And he produces the spear. And he runs, grabs Abel by the armor and tosses him 20 feet away as he begins to be singed by the Baylor's heat. And he jumps into the air and sinks Tempest's prick inside of him into his back and it sticks him and he brings him as he sh- shifts shape back from a Baylor back into back into Filnir and he brings him over to uh, a, a spot slightly out of the fray and he calls out to the priest Abel Snowflower and says you must revive him. I have killed him. You must revive him. We have but six. We have but sixty seconds. What does that? If do? he dies, the whole thing goes away. What does that do with the ring of sacrifice that I've got on? Um, I don't think it fit your big Baylor finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so the Baylor went down. Yeah, and Filnir. <sighs> You are still unconscious. Okay. Actually, no. He stabs you twice. <laughs> he stabs you <laughs> once. The, the, sacrifice reload. the sacrifice ring pops. He, you turn around. Like the, the, Baylor, the Baylor turns around and looking to strike Abel and instead sees Edgar and Edgar sinks a second shot right into his gut and turns him back into a back into a half elf and he says you must bring him back abel you must bring him back what, i have you, to take care of these people do you bring have him diamonds back. <laughs> no <laughs> no it, it, isn't it within your power sam i gave you a potion of revivify <laughs> you have a potion of revivify i mean i guess i was gonna hopefully save it for myself i tend <laughs> I tend to die a lot. <laughs> but okay, okay. And and he says, Wizard, over here, next to next to the priest. Next to the priest now. What's what's happening? What what was that? There could be no witnesses. Over here now. He walks and over there. He proceeds to bring fire down from the sky. 
and he begins to scorch the earth around this village and meteors land around you burning and destroying both the Oglethorpe and army and the remnants of the lake and hearth militia. And you're now back. You're now back in Monterre. Schnobuck, the teenager has just had his mind wiped. And Mr. Percy sits there with you. Schnobuck. Ionis comes in and neither one of you have any memory of this ale heist that you've done. And Mr. Percy says, uh, how do you boys feel? Feel fine, Why Mr. Why are you always asking us that, Mr. Percy? <laughs> I just, I care about you. You seem to be sickly today. When you went together supplies for your mother in the Meckleburg. Do you remember going to the Meckleburg today? Yes. Do you remember deviating from your trail and going to the bar and drinking? That's why you feel a bit drunk now. Oh, you should that's... have come straight home. Uh, no, You're that both does, very that does naughty boys. Very well, I naughty find boys. more and more that Mountain Air disagrees with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Percy. I, um tend to have the desire to get into trouble when my brother's around. <laughs> it won't yes. happen again. Let's see that it doesn't. Erlington is very upset. Anytime you fret, you move off, deviate from the path that he has set forward for you. And your mother and father are even more upset. Keep a low profile for as long as you can, boys. All right. Feels like a prison. Yes, wealth can be a prison, too. I wish you boys could get away from here. And thus ends the interstitial post-88 <laughs> episode, not 89 and who knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe Filnir will uh, decide to go into have his memories restored next, and we'll have interstitial <laughs> part two, not eighty nine. <laughs> well, wait till we see what the consequences of those wisdom failures were. Yeah. Oh, oh my, God. my goodness! We may have to break oh, this one up here too. I didn't realize how late it was getting. Sorry, I had, prepa- <sighs> I had prepped this thing. I had timing. A hundred percent worth it. Yeah. Yep. Timing. Yeah. Timing. Yep. So much. Hope you enjoyed the big episode. Come see what's next on Patreon, listeners. Patreon.com slash Dungeon Dads. We got lots of extra content for you. Yeah. And I think that this bonus is going to be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Abel, Milo, 
Darbin, Tarbuck, <laughs> and a cast of thousands, Rolo, and two mal-tempered French Darren soldiers, <laughs> Elvin soldiers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>